It was a good day of sports yesterday, and um, I had a good two-minute warning I just recorded as well. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever it is you've decided to make Big Sky Sports Talk a part of your day. My family and I greatly appreciate it. You found the only podcast in the world completely devoted to the coverage of the four major franchises of one major market, and that's Phoenix, Arizona. But we do things differently. We cover from Big Sky Country, Billings, Montana. We cover ASU football, ASU basketball, USL Championship Soccer with the Phoenix Rising, and the WNBA with the Phoenix Mercury, all available to you Tuesday through Saturday. Happy weekend to you. Um, the two-minute warning was, uh, or what well, was, what well, was just recorded, and it is good, except for I forgot to play my sounders for the Suns and the Yotes, um, but I felt like I did an okay job with a lot of moving parts and in production. I had a highlight in there, and and um. You know, it it feels good, it sounds good, and then I'm like, oh, man, I forgot that. But it took a couple of takes just to do that, um, and I'm like, you know what? I like it. Let's roll with it. Um, it's, uh, it's getting late, and it was, you know, kind of difficult to even do what I did without really butchering it. Um, so, and and I kind of... Uh, nailed the the ending for the most part as well so I feel good about it but anyway how are you um I don't know why I said it like that I think I was gonna say hi and then how are you and it just right over hi and went straight to how are you um happy Saturday um it's a late day for me I uh yesterday I scheduled a an uber uh, for this morning at uh, uh, 3.45 in the morning, um, I was with my sister um, most of yesterday um, evening. She, uh, Her and I both went to Simply Worship um, uh, last night, and uh, we both had a great time. And it was it was great. It was it was, you know, a great turnout. Um, and then we just hung out the rest of the evening. I told her that I had a three forty five um, pickup to to the airport, and she stayed up with me till about a little after one o'clock this morning. I uh, um, picked up someone else and dropped them off, and then. Um, I see, I, I got, I got going about two, two fifteen. um, after she was really starting to doze off and, and I, I, I was getting sleepy myself. So I'm like, I got to get up. I got to stretch around. I got to get on the road. I, I normally, I wouldn't, you would never, ever say, oh, I'm, I'm sleepy. Let's get on the road. Like, no, 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 I never do that. Never, never, never do that. But um, I was, I was fine once I got up, like I was sleepy because I, we were, you know, kicked, kicked back, uh, on the couch. Um, but once I got up, I was good. Um, I drove around a little bit, picked up a ride, dropped them off and then, uh, hung around a little bit and then it was time to, uh, go, uh, 
uh, to my next pickup. I dropped them off and came straight here. Did some uh, stuff for for the show. And here I am. It's almost 5 in the morning. And I'm really just getting rolling. So I probably won't be done until um, 6 or 7. So the, the podcast should be up and available be, be within the next uh, hour and a half from um, from right now as I'm recording. Of course, by the time you listen to this, it won't be 4.43 in the morning. Um, but uh, anyway, um, I but I figured if I didn't do the podcast, you know, after I got done with the Uber, then I wouldn't do it at all. And I, I feel good. I have enough energy to do it. I'm ready to rock and roll, um, and I'm happy that uh, um, it was a good good day for sports. Um, as the Suns and the Diamondbacks won, fortunately Coyotes could not. Um, but uh, having having said that, let's go ahead and get into it. The two minute warning is up next on Big Sky Sports Talk. It's the two-minute warning. This is the beautiful part of the podcast where you give me two minutes, and I give you everything that happened yesterday and last night. We start things off in Los Angeles, California. The Diamondbacks even out the series between the Dodgers winning 2-1. to one. The pitching for the Diamondbacks was fantastic as Merrill Kelly and Drew Jameson went for a combined seven and two-thirds, giving up only one run. Kyle Lewis entered the game for a pinch hitter, and, well, this happened. Lewis hits a fly ball to left field. Peralta to the track, to the wall, and it's gone! Kyle Lewis gives the Diamondbacks the lead. That's what he did all spring long, and it's 2-1 to D-backs. There you go. Yeah, that's good stuff right there. And the game three of four game set continues tonight. Next, we go to downtown Phoenix, Arizona. The Suns beat the Nuggets 100-93. It was a much better night for Kevin Durant as he and Devin Booker combined for 57 points. Durant himself had 30 points in 33 minutes, which led all scores. The Sun will be in Oklahoma City to face the Thunder tomorrow. Finally, we take things to Tempe, Arizona. Unfortunately, the winning couldn't continue as the Coyotes lost to the Dallas Stars 5-2. They play again tonight against the San Jose Sharks. That is your two-minute warning. The Coyotes are up next on Big Sky Sports Talk. As I said in the two-minute warning, the winning would not continue after the Diamondbacks and Suns with the Coyotes. They they did not win. They lost uh, 5-2 to two against the Dallas Stars. Uh, they scored in the first period and then nothing else. Um, one minute and 23 seconds, though, Dallas got it going. Uh, 
leading one to nothing. And then uh, Valamaki on a power play, five minutes and 32 seconds in with Keller on the assist, ties it up. And then uh, about 10 minutes later, um, Connor Mackey with uh, Travis Boyd on the assist takes the 2-1 lead. And then in the second period, 53 seconds in, Dallas scores, tying it up 2-2. And then before the end of the second period, 1938, Dallas scores again, making it 3-2. Third period, we roll, uh, 456 on a power play. Dallas scores again, 4-2. And then the empty netter eight, at 18-59 scores again, 5-2. That is your final score. Um, Dallas, 31 shots on goal with 14 block shots and 33 face-offs won at a 63.5%. Uh, Coyotes with 18 shots on goal, 11 block shots, and 36.5%. Um, at 19 face-offs one. Power play opportunities, uh, Coyotes had two. They got one. That's 50%. Dallas had five and only got one. That's only 20%. So um, power play, not necessarily the big difference of the game is uh, both teams only got one. Um, you like the Coyotes... I don't know, maybe convert on both of them, make things easier, but, you know, even if so, that had been 5-3. to three, But so their penalty kill was solid. I mean, you know, you have five, you only allow them one. That's not too bad. Uh, Coyotes had four penalties for 10 minutes, and Dallas had two penalties for four minutes. That's a big difference, and that, that stinks. Um, Coyotes, uh, eight takeaways, nine giveaways. And then Dallas, four and four, four takeaways and four giveaways um, apiece. They uh, move into April and uh, have San Jose tonight. Uh, this is the second game on a back-to-back and uh, um, one of the last uh, six games uh, for for the season. Let's uh, turn it over to Valley Sports Arizona and um, – Todd Walsh, Todd Walsh and uh, Lindsey Fry, they kind of break down the uh, the game and, and, and the scoring. Let's Ready. roll the goals. <laughs> oh, yeah, got a horn. Hey, there you go. What Hit happened it right here? off. Right. But, yeah, we talked about it. Super fluky goal to start the scoring off in this one. Lindell puts this puck toward the net. It kind of pinballs off, I think, initially goes off the uh, leg of Lawson Krause, ends up hitting the rear end of Pavelski as he's fallen down. So nothing anybody on this Coyotes team could do about that. That is just a, a really strange one. But we talked about the response from Arizona. When you get a goal scored like that, you just have to let it go and move on. The Coyotes do exactly that and get a nice little power play goal by Yuso Valamaki. This is a bomb, just nice and low. He finds a little four-inch slot here. You're going to see oh. it between the post and the skate of Ottinger. That's a beautiful one. Valamaki, unfortunately, misses the net on occasion. He did it in this game, but he makes it there, and, and that's a beauty. Yeah, and there was more to it, though, and I was happy to see this. We talked to him between periods, but Connor Mackey got on the board. I love it. And, you know, Connor Mackey obviously putting it home. That's huge. But how about his, his teammates? 
putting in the work. That's a big forecheck by Christian Fisher to get that puck turned over. Good work by Travis Boyd to protect it and get it out to Mackey, and Mackey puts it home. He said he didn't know what happened after he shot it, but he finally <laughs> did. But then that late goal, uh, obviously, uh, I should say the uh, Stars are down 2-1. But then in the second period, what happens here? Well, this is where the Stars got it going in the second. Unfortunately, the Coyotes just overcommit on Robertson, give hints, just enough room. But I'm sorry, I don't care who you are, what goalie you are in the NHL. Nobody is stopping this. This is a perfectly placed laser up in that left corner over the glove of Karel Vimelka. Yeah, and then the Stars, I mentioned the late goal. This is when it happened in 1938 of the second. Those can be backbreakers. Yeah, they, they are, especially when the Coyotes just were able to, to kill off a penalty. But Robertson, I mean, he's got four Coyotes around. Him. He just shoots this puck, but he kind of goes back against the grain. Karel Vimelka, I don't think, in perfect position to be able to make that save, and that's a good shot by Robertson. And then we get into the third period, a power play goal by the guy that we talked about on uh, the pregame show, Jamie Ben, at it again, and this one really extended the lead, and it was out of reach. Oh, this is tough. I mean, there is nothing fancy about this at all. A shot from the point, and Jamie Ben tips that right through the five-hole of Karel Vimelka, but to me, I mean, this is... You can't give a good team this many power play chances, and that's exactly what the Coyotes did. Well, the goalie, obviously, and then we saw what Max Domi was all about. We remember a few things about him, don't we? Like speed? <laughs> yeah, and how about the fact that he doesn't just tap it in? He drives it all oh, the way to the yeah, net for the course. insurance. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a little flair there, too, and always appreciate that for Max, but not here tonight. Now, look at the final stats presented by our, our title sponsor, Crest Insurance Group. I'll go down to the power play there. Five chances for the Dallas Stars, but that changes the whole complexion of the game. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Um... They had five opportunities. They only got one, but they they still had five opportunities, and that that's uh, that's tough to deal with. It, it it takes a lot out of you to um, you know deal with uh, you know five power play opportunities for for one team, um, and so I guess maybe as far as scoring them, that wasn't the difference in the game, but having having them was. Um, I, I guess you can say. I already mentioned they play the Sharks. Uh, their last six games, uh, are, um, including the Sharks, is uh, um, Kraken uh, two games against the Kraken uh, on the third and the sixth, and uh, those are on the road. And then they're back home against the Ducks on the eighth, um, home against the Kraken on the tenth, and then. Um, Home on the 13th against the Canucks. So that's all six games. Um, only two of them, of two of the six are on the road. The rest are at home. So that's how the Coyotes um, line up uh, for the rest of, um, of the season. So we'll see if they can... Uh, do something as, like I said, most of those games are at home. Um, they've played a, uh, pretty decently at home, which is good. Um, so we'll see what they can do from here on out. Uh, we'll go ahead and um, shift things over to Los Angeles, California, and talk some Diamondbacks. That is up next on Big Sky Sports Talk. As I said in the two-minute warning, the pitching for the Diamondbacks was absolutely fantastic. They evened the series um, 1-1, and 
the three three game the four game set game three is uh is today uh two to one was the final score you heard in the two minute warning um um the uh home run by Kyle Lewis um scored both the two runs that the Diamondbacks would have um Drew Jameson gets the win um but before him was Merrill Kelly he had uh three and two thirds uh three hits no uh earned runs four walks four strikeouts Drew Jameson uh four innings pitched um two hits one earned run three walks and five strikeouts um And then um, Mc McGoo McNo, um, I'm not sure how to pronounce his name yet, because I wasn't able to watch. I was kind of, I w- said to myself I wasn't going to flip back and forth, but I, I did end up flipping a little bit back and forth uh, between the games, um, and um, so I didn't catch. But he he had a uh, a, a third of an inning, uh, two walks, and then Andrew Chafin uh, got the the save, he pitched an inning, no hits, no earned runs, no walks, no strikeouts, just uh, getting them out by um, pop-ups and ground outs and, and stuff like that. So that's uh, uh, great uh, great for him. Um, no score until the seventh. Um, Mookie Betts homered to left center. And then, of course, you had Lewis, at which uh, we played. Um also to left center for the two runs. Um, for the Dimex, it's two hits on, uh, or two runs on seven hits, no errors. Dodgers, one run on five hits, no errors. Um, Dimebacks hitters, Josh Rojas, uh, 0 for 3. Um, of course, Kyle Lewis, 1 for 1, one run, one home run, two RBIs. Um, Cattell Marte, he was 0 for 4. Um, uh, Guerrero, I think that's how his name is pronounced. Um, he was 1 for 4. Um, Christian Walker, 1 for 4. Corbin Carroll, 2 for 4. Um, Moreno, 1 for 4. Um, Jake McCarthy, 0 for, 0 for 4. Alec Thomas, 0 for 2. Nick Ahmed, 0 for 2. And uh, Perdomo, 0 for 1. And Evan Longoria, one for one with a um, a, a run. He was one of the um, runners that uh, scored on the Kyle Lewis. Um, the final out uh, for the game, well, it sounded like this. Left field, girl. And the Diamondbacks have got the win. They've even this series in a game of peace. And what a way to get it here in Dodger Stadium. A dramatic pinch hit two-run home run by Kyle Lewis in the eighth inning. It's the D-backs a two-to-one win. Boy, and don't forget the tremendous job that Dre Jamison did out of the bullpen today. Four innings gave up only the solo home run to Mookie Betts. He was outstanding. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. Um... 
Gurley, Gur, Guriel. I think that's how uh, Steve said Guriel. Um, so I was close. I thought that's what it was, but I was close. And then um, immediately after that, uh, that final out, Jody she uh, met um, um, met up with um, with the um, the hero of the game. Uh, Kyle Lewis and uh, spoke with him. You're new to this division, but what did it feel like to silence this crowd? Special feeling, you know, you always want to do that. I knew they would be rocking for opening weekend, so, you know, just want to do what I can to help, honestly, you know. We saw the lefty pitcher Vasia come in. Evan Longoria ripped a double. What were you telling yourself facing Vasia? You know, just keep it simple. I felt like, you know, when you pinch hit, you know, it's an interesting role. And so I just try not to come in and save the day. You know, I just want to try to get the line moving. That was really what I was telling myself. It's just, you know, keep it simple, put a good short swing on it, and was able to do that. Well, you did save the day, and you could tell in the dugout a little bit of relief there. What was it like for you after leading off last night and then coming in today with that homer? Just special, man. You know, special. I always feel like, you know, I have a chance to make an impact. And so I was just, just special, especially being with a new team and, you know, so early in the season, being able to help get a win is really cool. Getting wins is is all that uh, matters. Continuing with um, Bally Sports, uh, here's uh, Steve and Bob. You know, kind of giving their their uh, final thoughts and their their breakdown of of the game. Yeah, Tori likes to get boxing references, and I mentioned it during the game. A counterpunch. The other team brings in the lefty. Tori has something to do this year. He's got some bats off the bench, including Evan Longoria, that big double down into the corner right there. And then this, Kyle Lewis, his first career pinch hit home run. Well, we saw that all spring long. We didn't see it last night, but boy, was that nice to see here tonight. He clubbed that ball into the left field bleachers. We had a torrid spring, Kyle Lewis. Three doubles, three home runs. That, the long go double, the Lewis homer made it two to one. And then the bullpen, which has also been rebuilt, Scott McGuff and Andrew Chafin made it stick. They did make it stick. There was some question. We were asking ourselves, do you stick with McGuff to face Freeman? you go to the left-hander? I think Torrey did absolutely the right thing. Number one, uh, you got a lefty-on-lefty matchup. Number two, it holds that runner close at first base so he can't get a jump and get into scoring position. Soft contact there from Will Smith, an easy out for Andrew Chafin. And then he finishes it up with a pop-up to left field off the bat at Max Munson. A tremendous way to get a win in this ballpark, which has been a house of horrors here. We know that going back to really the 2020 season. But they get win number one in game number two, two to one your final. And we look ahead to tomorrow, a matchup uh, potentially of two future Hall of Famers, Valley Sports Arizona, Madison Bumgarner against the left-hander Clayton Kershaw. I was actually going to go over the, the uh, upcoming p- pitching matchup, but Bally Sports did it for me. This is, like I said, the uh, third game of the four-game set. Um, you know, so Diamondbacks uh, could uh, um, take the series lead with the with a win today. Um, of course, if they lose, then they have an opportunity to just go ahead and, and tie it completely. Um on uh on sunday so um which is well tomorrow 
<laughs> I, I get my mind is still still in Friday after a a long um, long day and a long long night, but it was it was still good. Um, we'll go ahead and switch gears and move into our last topic. The the Suns. I almost said the Diamondbacks again. Uh, we're we're doing the Suns. But isn't it good to have a little bit of Diamondbacks have some sound go along with some things? Uh, you know, it's not much. Like I said, it's on the lighter side, like uh, Coyotes. But I don't know about you, but it feels feels pretty good. And uh, when when they're not ridiculous behind, ridiculously behind the eight ball, you know the 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 season is super super green. And uh, so they're one and one, and probably the favorite to to wrap up the the division is also one and one. It's early, but you still feel good about it. But anyway. Uh, Suns are up next on Big Sky Sports Talk. Well, after a uh, 20-point lead at the half, um, the Suns win 100 to 93 kind of let it uh let uh it slip in the uh, third quarter giving up uh 34 points to the the nuggets and a shorthanded uh nuggets at that but you know I'm I'm trying not to be too nitpicky about the 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 Suns winning a game um but Suns at full strength and uh and nuggets uh not um they didn't have Jokic out with a knee and uh Jamal Murray Okay, and so, several other players, but uh, they they were shorthanded. Uh, it was just a terrible third quarter. But uh, uh, Nuggets they scored twenty in the first, um, twenty in the second for forty, um, and then uh, had that big thirty-four point uh, third and uh, nineteen in the fourth. Suns thirty-two in the first, twenty-eight in the um, in the second. Um, only 24 uh, in the third and um, 16 in, in the fourth, but uh, held on to win. Aaron Gordon led the way uh, for the Nuggets, uh, 26 points, 10 of 23 from the field, and 4 of 10 at the line. Kevin Durant had 30 points, uh, pretty efficient, uh, 11 of 15 from the field, 6 of 7 at the line. Uh, DeAndre Ayton or DeAndre Ayton, uh, well he he led in rebounds, but DeAndre Jordan twelve rebounds, ten defensive, two offensive, and then uh, Ayton for the Suns ten rebounds, nine defensive, and one offensive. Um, Aaron Gordon six assists, two turnovers, thirty six minutes. Chris Paul, uh, very turnover um, prone uh, last night. 13 assists, 5 turnovers, 33 minutes. Uh, that was uh, rough. Uh, Gordon, 36 minutes, 10 of 23 from the field, 2 of 4 um, from deep. 8 rebounds, 6 assists, 26 points. Um, Bruce Brown, uh, 37 minutes, 7 of 18 from the field, 0 of 2 from deep, 4 rebounds, 3 assists, and 16 points uh DeAndre Jordan 21 minutes 2 5 from the field 12 rebounds 5 points Reggie Jackson 34 minutes 6 of uh, 14 from the field 
one of nine from deep, two rebounds, four assists, 13 points. And then uh, Braun with um, 29 minutes, four of six from the field, one of two from deep, five rebounds, one assist, 11 points. Um, uh, Angie, I know I'm getting that wrong. Um, 23 minutes, four of eight from the field, one of three from deep, five rebounds, and nine points. Watson, 27 minutes, two of six from the field, one of two from deep, eight rebounds, one assist, five points. Um, um, Oh, I know, I know this name. Um, Concar, Concar, I know his name. I'm just not saying it right. I, 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 because he, he, he's very familiar to me. Um, and I've heard his, his name in previous games, but I I just can't remember right now and how to say it, but he he played 16 minutes, two, five from the field, all of two from, um, Deep four rebounds and six points, and then uh, Ish Smith fifteen minutes, one of ten from the field, uh, o of two from deep, one uh, three rebounds, four assists, two points. Um, Suns Kevin Durant thirty three minutes, eleven fifteen from the field, two of three from deep, four rebounds, uh, two assists, thirty points. Josh Okogie twenty nine minutes, five of eight from the field. Uh, four of five from deep, five rebounds, 14 points. DeAndre Ayton, piss poor um, for eight points, um, even rebounds too, only 10 rebounds. He did have an assist. He was four of 11 from the field in 28 minutes. Uh, Chris Paul, 33 minutes, uh, two of nine from the field, one of four from deep, six rebounds, 13 assists, five points. Booker, 35 minutes, nine of 20 from the field, Two of nine from uh, deep, two rebounds, six assists, 27 points. Torrey Craig, 16 minutes, one of three from the field, one of one from deep, six rebounds, three points. TJ Warren, 16 minutes as well, two of six from the field, oh, one from deep, six rebounds, three assists, four points. Bismack, uh, 20 minutes, three of eight from the field, eight rebounds, one assist, nine points. And uh, Cameron Payne and Terrence Ross both did not score, but they both had two rebounds um, in 15 minutes. Uh, Terrence Ross also added two assists um, in in his time out as well. Um, Nuggets, they were 38 of 95. That's 40%. Uh, six of 26 from deep, 23.1%. And at the line, 11 of 20, that's 55%. Suns were 37 of 88. That's 42 percent. They were uh, 10 of 27, 37 uh, percent, and 16 of 21, 76.2 percent. Both teams had 51 rebounds. Just got it different ways. Suns 13 offensive and 38 defensive. Uh, Nuggets with uh, 15 offensive and 36 defensive. Suns uh, led in assists 28 to 19. Um, uh, Nuggets had uh, eleven to eight in steals, and Suns had seven to five in blocks. Um, fewer turnovers for the Nuggets, eleven to sixteen, only giving up eight points for the Nuggets. Thirteen points given up from the Suns. 
fast break points 22 to 10 in favor of the Nuggets, uh, 62 to 36 in favor of the Nuggets in points in the paint. Both teams had 16 fouls. Um, Denver had three technical fouls. Their largest lead was two. The largest lead for the Suns um, was 27. I know, know this. I know that I said uh, 20 at the half, but uh, 27 overall, and just that just stinks. Uh, letting it uh, it slip. Um, here's a couple of highlights. Um, you know, uh, from uh, 98.7 FM Arizona Sports. Um, Tim Kempton and Al McCoy, just some highlights for Kevin Durant's 30 points as he uh, led all scores. The one to DeAndre Ayton's double team. They swing it out to Durant for three. Shazam! Well, that's good movement of the basketball. Won't get that one. Rebound Booker. Long pass. Durant's there. Over the rim and in. Heads up play. Only four seconds to get a shot. Out to Durant. Here's his three. Shazam! Well, two super shots for KD. Now they go to Kevin Durant. Durant backing down right side. Single defensive coverage. Turns, shoots, scores by the 12-footer. Devin Booker. Give it a ball. Back to Booker. Over to Durant. Durant oh, to what the breaking Danbury Ayton, and he scores. And the Suns are just having fun right now. Here's the turnaround, and it's... Kevin Durant, Suns with the lead in the ball. They get it into Durant. His turnaround 15-footer on the left side is good, giving him 25 points on the night. Picked off by the Suns. Here they come. They give it in underneath on some nice passing to Durant. That time the Suns got the steal, came down with a couple of nice quick passes, and Durant had the layup underneath. Out it comes to Durant. Durant, a fadeaway 16-footer. Looks good. It's good. Well, the Suns did everything they can get from anybody now. 29 points for Durant. And then he would get his uh, 30th um, a little bit later. Because um, that was all 29 points. Or, well, 29 of the 30 um, mentioned in that montage. The game um, was on Bally Sports, uh, but it was also on NBA TV. So... Uh, NBA TV has uh, their their little uh, um, analysis. Uh, Isaiah Thomas uh, with some reaction. Uh, so um, and then of course uh, uh, some highlights they'll they'll do as well. But uh, uh, let's uh, listen to what Isaiah and and uh, the the crew for NBA TV has to say about um, last night's win for the Suns. In 93, the Suns beat the Nuggets, but they once led by 27. That's how many points Devin Booker had. KD had 30 on 11 of 15 from the field. We'll talk a little bit about that, but first, 3D, help me understand how this team that was up by 20 at the half and led by 27 <sighs> had seen that lead disappear. And the Nuggets were within four with less than a minute to go. I don't want to overstate it, but I think it should be touched on, Zeke. You're up by 20 and a half to the question. This is the old school load manager, so to speak. You up by 20, you go up by 30 in the third quarter. Yeah. Come by 34. You saw what Boston did the other night in Milwaukee. They went up by 40. 
JT and, and JD sit on the bench, relaxing the last seven, eight minutes of the game. That's what you're hoping for Booker and KD and, and now uh, Chris Paul. They're in the game fighting down the stretch. No joker and so many guys out. So that's a little disturbing. I don't want to overreact, but it's an opportunity to get some natural rest, Zeke. Yeah, definitely, definitely didn't apply the killer tonight. And, you know, they – they, have 40, they give up 40 points for the half mm -hmm. and then 34 in the third quarter. Right. Yeah. And when they give up 34 in the third quarter, that gave Denver life. And, you know, that's the thing that you always worry about as a coach, your team having that letdown. I thought Monty and his, and his coaching staff did a great job the first half getting mm -hmm. his team ready. Only gave up 40 points. Second half, that letdown, let Denver back in the game, and this is what you see. Well, Chris Paul had 13 assists, but – his was not the assist of the night. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Who got it? a good one? Caitlin Clarkson thing is Kevin Durant. I mean, not, <laughs> not only, you know, is, is he playing well, but I, I love his attitude right now, the way he's approaching the game, the way he's relaxed about the game. The most important thing he said, I want to help this team win by playing good basketball, taking good shots. You know, the other <laughs> night, 16 and 8. Right. For everybody else, mm -hmm. that's a great game. Right, right. For Kevin Durant, they were like, oh, he had an off night. Right. Now imagine if he had a good night. Good you know, night. You this team right. can be. So, I mean, I, I, look at, I look at him and I look at Booker, mm -hmm. and they're almost like the perfect fit for each other because they complement each other so well. You think that they've been playing together for like six, seven years, but really, they've only played four games together, and they're 4-0 in those games. Gets they, me choked up. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's why you the best. I mean, <laughs> that's a good comeback. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Wait, but anyway, Devin you, Booker. You're the only one that can get away with that on there. On there. Yeah, we could I mean, it. 3D, you could say, yeah. oh, he gets me choked up. <laughs> <clears throat> I am going to survive the segment. Uh, team high 29 for Book Wednesday, though. Again, feeling it when it matters most. It's, it's just fun to, to see a guy say, you know what? I'm going to accept one of the best players to ever lace him up. But he accepts me, too, to be who I am. Mm. And that's what's special, watching these two guys operate. They can be in the mid post. They can shoot the three. They both come off the pick and roll. They both can post up in the mid post. So think about that, Zeke, a seven-footer, and what's the book, about 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six, something like that. They yeah. both can pretty much do the same things, yeah. and they're unselfish. Yes. So now keeping yeah. both of those healthy, and with the way Monty likes to mix things up, and mixing a little DeAndre Ayton yeah. in there, this team's going to be very, very interesting and very explosive. I think we should look at the Suns' depth chart with just like a week to go until this regular season wraps up, because... They're limiting turnovers. They're playing well on both ends of the floor. And the moves that they've made thus far this season, acquisitions yep. including yep. the generational talent and Kevin Durant, seemingly, Zeke, on paper, fits perfectly. Yeah, no, it, 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 and, and this is where you have to give James Jones a lot of credit. Mm -hmm. Because James Jones has really put together almost a perfect team, right? So James Jones put together a team took them to the NBA Finals a couple of years ago, came back, retooled. Now he's got Durant, new owner, Matt Ishbia comes in, say, okay, we're going to go for it. And then James Jones adds all the right pieces to the team. Monty on the bench, knowing how to plug and play, put everybody together. Everybody got minutes. Everybody is confident. Mm -hmm. And Durant said the most important thing in his interview 
that I that I heard when he was lit when he was talking about his defense. Mm -hmm. Nobody talks mm -hmm. about his defense, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. 16 points, eight rebounds the other night. He gets eight rebounds, you know, on accident, right? right? And he's blocking shots. He's defending. I mean, so what he's bringing to the table defensively yeah. with Aiden, you know, with Booker, mm -hmm. and Monty is saying we got to get better defensively. I mean, they, they, they look good. I mean, I really like what the Suns are doing. Unfortunately, uh, Shout out that James Jones. is the, oh, absolutely. Oh. Uh, it's the second of our doubleheader. It's 1030-ish right here on NBA TV. But they're taking on a Nuggets team that's struggling. And this just in, uh, no Nikola Jokic. No Jamal Murray, no Michael Porter Jr., and no Contavious Caldwell Pope. Huh? So. They got a little nugget flu. You know, <laughs> the player of the year in the same way we name a defensive player of the year. That way, MVP is truly the very best player who impacts winning on both ends of the floor. And then you give it to a stunning offensive player with the numbers that were perhaps leading the scoring race that season. All right, well, that's it. Uh, they uh, kind of, I don't know, it was kind of funky how that cut, and then they started talking about MVP. But, I mean, MBTV, they, they'll do that. But uh, let's, uh, we got, uh, like just like last time, virtually the whole uh, um, um, post-game show uh, from um, Valley Sports. So let's, let's go into that one. Um, well, here some of the same, but uh, obviously a little bit better. But I, I did kind of want to hear what what those guys had to say, you know, um, as well, you know, their former players and whatnot. So, but uh, uh, let's go ahead and just roll the uh, post game show pretty much from Valley Sports, and then we'll go to Dwayne Rankin's Twitter and get into uh, Monty Williams, uh, Kevin Durant, and um, Devin Booker. KD calmed the nerves. Greatness was not shaking his head in home game number two. Durant and the Suns facing a severely handicapped Nuggets team that was without four starters. Suns up 27. Phoenix taking care of business until they weren't. Nuggets went on a startling run, pulled within four, but the Suns hang on to win, and they are now 5-0 with Kevin Durant in a Phoenix Suns uniform. Josh Okogie with a big three down the stretch. Welcome to Suns Live postgame, presented by Sweet James. Suns win by seven over the Nuggets. Tom Leander, the legend, Tom Chambers, and Kevin Durant. I guess if we're going to look at the upside of losing a 27-point lead, KD, is that you got a little more runs, some more reps with your new team, especially in a close game down the stretch. Am I right? Yeah, yeah, most definitely. I mean, we definitely want to uh, close this out a little better. You know, it was good that we was up 30, though. Oh, 27 to 30 points, though. So that's something to work with, but we got to be better and, and, and not giving them big, give up those big runs. I think we turned the ball over and took some bad shots there and got it back in the game. Well, KD says, Tom Leander got my line already. I don't really know what I can come up with. You know, I'm just, that's the only blessing I saw with, you know, these nine turnovers that caught you guys. Yeah. Looked like you let your foot off the pedal a little bit, but yeah. you were able to get some run out there. How are you feeling physically? Yeah, I felt great. I felt great. Every every minute I'm on the floor is just an opportunity for me to keep getting, you know, comfortable here with my teammates and, 
you know, glad I was able to play a long stretch there in the, in the second half. And a good win. So keep building, man. I'm looking forward to the next game. Yeah, is it important, too, with you on the floor that your teammates don't get too comfortable? Because, again, <laughs> this is a, you know, a treat for them, a thrill yeah. for them, I'm sure. And being alongside of you with a big lead like that, it's just human nature to yeah. let up a bit. Uh, no, I think they, I think everybody's locked in. You know, we, it's, this is part of the game. You know, it's a, it's a game of runs. These teams, you know, Denver, I know they're missing a lot of their players, but they still play extremely hard and play as a team. So I wouldn't say that. I just think you got to give credit to Denver for coming out here and hitting us in the mouth. Well, how about is it, I mean, for you now, I mean, this Suns team is whole. I mean, the Denver team may not be, and other teams may not be, but the feeling in the locker room now, because everybody's out there and you know what you're going to get. Yeah, I mean, we're just excited that, you know, everybody's healthy and um, we can go out here and just start putting, stringing together some wins and, you know, get on the floor together, get some reps together, you know. So, you know, injuries are a tough part of the, part of the game, but it's something you got to deal with. But, you know, hopefully we keep, uh, we stay on the floor and get yeah. ready for these playoffs. And when up. you're on the floor, the Phoenix Suns are 5-0. and oh. that, <laughs> that works for us. <laughs> KD, thanks for the thanks, time. Sir. Appreciate it. All right. 5-0 and oh overall with KD on the court. 2-0 and oh here at Footprint Center. But it twerked. Purdy, as you like to say, no. down the stretch and just like kind of shaking your head going, come on, man, don't let these guys have any sense of life. No, but I'll tell you what, his game is Purdy. Oh, <laughs> so good. You, you see well, him, here's, here's the thing. Then down the stretch, it gets really close, and he's out there with Booker and DA and CP, but yeah. who's the guy who hits the critical three? The guy Josh they're going to leave open. Josh Akogi, yeah, he is. <laughs> he's definitely feeling his new freedom yes, with this team, yeah. uh, for sure, but you look at this Denver team without four of their starters, you added all up without Jokic, Murray, Michael Porter Jr., Contavious Caldwell-Pope, that's 73 points, 25 rebounds, and 20 assists. So the Suns, you know, leading big time, up by 27. We were getting ready for our post-game show, and then we just started tearing things up, going, oh, oh come on, man. Absolutely, yeah. and then the NBA is like that. I mean, you start turning the ball over, you start, you know, letting up on the gas, and things happen. These guys want to win. They want to play hard. They want to earn more playing time when those other four starters are back. So, I was a little worried. You know, I was a little worried we jinxed ourselves when we were talking about this baby being a blowout yeah, out there. Exactly. But uh, as you mentioned, you took my question from me. Um, Sorry, buddy. The only good thing was KD got a little extra run. Yeah. And like I said, in a close game, Eddie yeah. Johnson rejoins us. 30 points for Kevin Durant, 27 for Devin Booker. Can't really complain about that, but you brought up that 24-second shot clock. I mean, things can change in a hurry in the NBA, along with the human nature, just letting your guard down. Beautiful part about this league, no lead is, is safe. It's just not. We've seen too many games this year where teams have blown big leads. It, it just happens. And the way you can blow it, turn it over and let it go to easy buckets. And that's exactly what happened. Uh, the Suns got a little, you know, what, it always happens, right? You're up 27, and all of a sudden you want to bring the circus to town. So you want to have fun, right? You want to have the three-on-one breaks and make the threes. When they stop going and you got a team that's playing hard, They'll find a way to get back in, and they got some confidence. I thought Najee, when he got in the game, yeah. hit those couple of threes, all of a sudden getting offensive rebounds. Their effort level was, was higher than the Suns, and you can just never let a team outwork you because if you do, they can catch you. Well, absolutely, Eddie. And you talk about outwork. I mean, the Suns were up eight rebounds in the first half. They ended up losing the rebounding battle. I mean, DA obviously had some, you know, some foul difficulties out there. But this this Denver team and any team, for that matter, I mean, we talked about it before the game. This should be a blowout, but we shouldn't say that because any anybody in the NBA, any person in the NBA, can come out and be a star on any given night. Yeah, look, I always remind people. I say there's over 400 plus <laughs> NBA players. And you all tend to think, not you, but, you know, fans in general, 
They tend to think the guy at the end of the bench can't play. Uh, no. It's millions that want to make it to the NBA, and it's only about 400-plus. No, they all can play, given the opportunity to play. And, and so the Suns saw that tonight. They knew it, but they just thought that maybe they would back up. They didn't have Jokic, Murray, and Michael Porter Jr. It doesn't matter. Those guys played hard, man, and they put a scare. And you gave it the entire 48 minutes, you and Kay Ray. Thanks, took your foot off the pedal. Appreciate it. Off to Oklahoma City for the Suns team. EJ, thanks so much. Right, as guys. we have now Bismack Biombo. It's help kind of a regular. Yeah, it's you know what? That's what happens, Busy, when you're so good on TV and <laughs> you're so likable. You give us oh, great God. answers. I know you, you move up that chart. I mean, it's great. We'd love to have you on. And maybe you can help it. explain, too. You know, Eddie and TC were talking about it with all their mm -hmm. years of experience in the NBA, how a 27-point lead against a team that's obviously undermanned can all of a sudden turn to four and now right. the Suns have big possessions in the final minute of this game honestly you know I think we uh, we had a bad third quarter I uh, think you guys watch it we all know it uh, we got to do better uh, we know that um, you know and, and I think from a player perspective uh, you just got to go back and watch film I think at this point of the season for us uh, thank God we got the win but I think we got to learn a lot from our mistakes because we don't have that many games left in order for us to get a rhythm. Um, so this is about a team rhythm, and we just got to figure that out. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, a win is a win. We're grateful for it, but uh, there's a lot to learn uh, from that third quarter because um, that basically was, was kind of the game right there. We played uh, a great first half, and we, we got to be consistent as well. So overall, I think it's a learning process. Uh, we continue to learn, we grow, uh, we watch film, and we keep it, uh, getting better. Well, now that Coach Mon has all of his options available, and uh, uh, you've fallen into one of their options, and uh, we keep interviewing you after games for these great games. I mean, six offensive rebounds, three block shots. Your effort and your presence on the defensive end always seems to be a mainstay. How, how good does it feel to have a full, you know, the full cast of guys out there right now? Man, it's a great feeling, you know. Um, I think I was telling somebody the other day, you know, it's crazy to look at a season like ours where you play so many games and you only have a few left and for the first time you're getting your your roster together towards the end of the season you know um it's a blessing again but at the same time you know it's also an opportunity uh, we've got to use this as an opportunity to continue to get better but more than anything you know a playoff is a whole different game uh it's good to always give the coach uh, all those options as a player and, uh, and for us, you know, we just keep trusting the next guy, uh, keep supporting each other. This is a long journey we're on, so we just got to take one step out of time. All right, uh, we have some highlights of Kevin Durant and Devin Booker in this game. 30 points for KD, 27 for Devin Booker. Yeah. In the five games that you've played with Kevin Durant on the Suns team, you talk about a learning experience tonight against the Nuggets. What have you learned about playing alongside Kevin Durant and with D. Book out on the floor mm -hmm. with him? I think when those two are on the floor, you kind of start reading the difference, how they're moving. Um, and also when you're on the floor with them, you kind of want to help them out a lot on defense so you don't put a much, uh, as much stress on them uh, because they carry a lot of load for us in offense. So overall, I think it's, it's good to see those guys, you know, getting out there and, and getting the rhythm going, learning how to play uh, with one another. And more than anything, seeing CP, you know, and... Uh, and and Cam, how they're running the team, you know. Um, this is going to be big for us in the playoff. Obviously, you have Terrence that's still getting his rhythm, mm -hmm. TJ Warren. So all the guys, I think once everything comes together, we're going to be all right. But again, 
thank God we're in this position. We're extremely blessed to be in this position, and we, we just got to take advantage of it, get out there every night and compete. Yep, we got a ton of fans behind us here in the pavilion. <laughs> they were all ready to celebrate yeah. with that 27-point lead, but at least yeah, you provided but, a little suspense. Yeah, but, so, you, you know, know. It keeps the know, ratings up. It yeah. keeps the ratings up, Biz. <laughs> I don't know about that. Oh, yeah. I don't know. We have a lot more people watching this <laughs> no. interview right now than if you guys had run I, away one by 40. I'll tell you what, Busy has to keep up is his hands. When you're out there with Kevin Durant oh, and Devin Booker exactly. and Chris Paul, exactly. your hands better be up because they're, they're going to be throwing it to you now. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and you know teams trying to blitz yeah. them and all that, and we're still trying to figure out how they're going to blitz them and all these things. So it, it's really a learning process from all of us, and being able to feed off those guys I think is great. Yeah, keep those hands up. Protect yeah. that pretty face. Busy <laughs> <laughs> as always. I appreciate you, you so guys. Much, always. Man. Thank you. All right. Have a Please good night. never say no to our post-game interviews. <laughs> he is so good, man. He's just the guy you oh, want to just go the to the coffee shop and, and hang out with, and you're going to learn so much, not just about basketball, but about life, about yeah. life in the Congo, about charitable endeavors. Yeah, what's, I mean, what's, it, what's important in life, you know? Yeah, I know. I, don't, I might have to have a beer with him, but yeah, you, you, you can have your coffee. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That triple latte. Here we go. Unique Trucks first half highlights. KD's first seven minutes were spectacular. Oh, he had 12 points in the first seven minutes, made every shot and every free throw, and like I said, everybody was ready to party. Absolutely, and I, I was there. I mean, things look good, and it just that's just what happens in this league too many times, and I'm just so glad to see KD looking like he's confident out there. I mean, he does things so effortlessly, and this the rest of the guys are feeding. I mean, TJ Warren had some great minutes in that first half, you know, steal and you know, I'm getting out there, getting the offensive rebound. So I like what he brings to the table as well. Busy, our guy, that guy. You don't have to worry about his, his no. energy level, do you? No, never worry about his energy. Yeah, never have to worry about uh, <laughs> Josh Akogi at all. Um, well, not quite the whole thing, but, you know, you get the, you get the gist of, uh, of that and got to hear Bismack, got to hear uh, Kevin Durant. Uh, now, we uh, will hear from um, Monty Williams just talking about Kevin Durant's 19-point uh, uh, first half. It was, it, was, it was spectacular, that's for sure. What did you think about Kevin's first half? I, I thought Kevin, um, he's just starting to get a rhythm, and he, he's remarked that he felt much better tonight. All the, the angst and the nerves and all of that um, are gone. So he was just out there playing uh, the way he plays. But um, I, I just expect him to get more comfortable as we move along. When you, when you actually talked about the lack of focus in, the, in that second half, does that even surprise you considering the way you guys played in the first half? I mean, it's, it's never surprising because anything can happen in an NBA game. So you have been around long enough to see those games go the other way and lose it. So. Like I said, we're grateful for the win, but I thought we would build off of what we did in the first half. And our mindset just wasn't where it needed to be. And that's what I told the guys. We're grateful for the wins, but we don't have enough games to come out in the third quarter and play that way. Yeah, that third third quarter was rough. Um, losing it uh, 34 to, um, was it uh, 24 or something like that? Is, yeah, that was that's rough. Um, to kind of continue on that, um, as far as what happened in that, in that third quarter, um, here's Monty Williams. 
our scale being from seven to 10, not one to 10. And I thought it dropped below seven in the third quarter. <clears throat> and we gave up so many offensive rebounds and transition buckets. Um, and we only scored 40 points in the second half because we just weren't organized, weren't spaced. Um, and so our guys, you know, we, we're grateful for every win, okay? But we know we have to play um, at a high level every time we step on the floor um, as far as focus and attention to detail. And, um, that's hard to do, but we have the guys that can do it. With that third quarter, was it a matter of turnovers and transitions? It was everything. Um, I didn't think we were particularly organized offensively. Um, and the DA got in foul trouble, so our defense at the rim, because um, I thought he was pretty good in pick and roll coverage tonight, but he picked up fouls. And so it was a combination of things. Um, and again, we're grateful for the win, but you know we, we can't drop our level like that. We, we should be able to put games away. Um, we held them to 40 points in the first half. We only scored 40 in the second. So that that's... Teams will make shots, but I thought we contributed to that shot making, especially in transition. We didn't get matched up well at all. Cool too. Yeah, it was it's it was it was rough. Um can't can't let your guard down. And I think that, you know, and they the, the you know, they mentioned it from uh NBA TV, they mentioned it, Valley Sports mentioned it that you know, you you felt like that uh um, you know, once they got the news uh, that, you know, there so many guys were going to be out, they just, uh, you know, kind of let the foot off the gas, so to speak. Um, but uh, it's, uh, you can't, can't do that. And that's, that's what happens. Uh, Kevin Durant was uh, asked about, um, you know, how he bounced back, you know, from 16 points to 30 um, last night, so 16 the the other night on Wednesday, and uh, um, and then uh, 30 last night. Tell us about how 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 did how did you bounce back, uh, KD? You've been called three game a couple times now. Yeah, I man, it's you know I've always respected this crowd and how they supported their team and their love for the game of basketball. So to be on the other side of that is cool. You said. You said after the last game, you know, you tried to force a couple of shots. It felt like tonight, if your pace and your yeah. rhythm was there, maybe just speak to that a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I felt like I was the rookie last game. I started off over four, and then after every shot, I'm trying to get it back to 50%. Right. So I rush the shots, taking uncharacteristic looks, and it lead to a night like that. So just being patient, let the game come to me. That's all. I, that's how I've always been playing. Couldn't help but overhear you and Chris talking about Kayla Clark. I'm sure you'll watch that back tomorrow. Well, what have you made of her rise this year and how she's been playing? Uh, incredible run that she's on. She's playing phenomenal basketball, and her team is rallying around her. So it's going to be a good championship game. Monty was saying you guys are a work in progress, but if you can get wins while you're progressing, that's a positive thing. Is that kind of how you view tonight in these last five games? Yeah, most definitely. Um, we want to build good habits every time out. Um, but at the end of the day, we definitely win basketball games. Um, but the habits we build and the continuity we have and you know, the camaraderie, chemistry, all of that stuff has got to be on point. I think that's the most important part at this time of year. It's obvious Chris Paul is one of the best passers of all time. But as a team, this team really shares the ball really well. How much does that help you coming in and being new and, and knowing that you, know, you guys are going to share the ball like that? 
Yeah, um, my whole career I played on teams that emphasize the pass and uh, team assists and passes per game. So um, I just fit right in with a group that always had that, already had that mentality. So just got to do my part and have more assists and turnovers. That's usually my goal, and uh, we'll be fine. Does Monty have Last minutes one. for you in storage to put you in at the end of the game? Yeah, yeah. Um, he's still figuring it out. I think he's. Um, the leash is going to come off here soon. I'm at 33 minutes tonight. I only got 29 last game, so hopefully we'll just keep rising. And you don't even have to worry about the rotation there. The fourth will worry about me at all. Um, you know, so that time is coming. Um, well, I know they said thanks, Kev, but we actually have one more. I some, hey, man, I, sometimes when these get uploaded, usually on on uh, Dwayne Rankin's Twitter, it's, um, you know, uh, first one you see if you're scrolling down is the last, and then the last is, is, is first. So if you see two set of, of Monty quotes, you're going to be, uh, you know, usually that first one is, is the one he, you know, from earlier in the press conference and then the second one you see is is after that but that one was kind of backwards so um uh here we have a little bit more uh Kevin Durant so to speak I guess is you know what we're getting to chemistry or anything like that. Uh, when the shots go in, it feels like everything is working well for you. So, uh, but we got stops when we needed to. JL hit a big three in the corner instead of the lane, so uh, we made some solid plays there in the fourth. As far as building continuity and cohesion with your teammates in these first couple games, are, is there something specific that you focus on during the game, or is it just getting the game time? Uh, just being there on, uh, on the defensive game plan. Um, just making sure I'm locked in on what the coaches need me to do on the defense side of the ball and then just let my offense flow. I think that's what I did differently this game um, as opposed to last game. So um, we all stay with that mindset, though. You know, I think everybody kind of do their job on the defensive side of the ball. We got uh, we run a lot of good sets and we play, we play off the pass, so everybody get the opportunity to score. So we focus on the little things. We'll be fine. Terminology-wise, it changes team to team. Are you in a good spot right now? Uh, yeah, it changes team to team, but it's pretty much – you know, same philosophies. You know, you know, terminology is something that you. Uh, that's that's part of the biggest transition from team to team. We all run the same stuff in the NBA, but we just say it a little different. Um, so getting out there and hearing the calls, and you know, that's only going to make me more and more comfortable with the group as I as I play more and get more practices in. Kevin, you talked about defense. That block you had on Bruce Brown in transition looked like you got to exchange a couple. Words there. <laughs> yeah, it was my brother, man. I haven't, haven't played with him for two years. We always competed like that in practice, in anything, actually. So um, it was good to get that black on him. Somebody I really respect and play, playing well for him this year. Curious, just early in the game, got to the free throw line early. How big was that just to get it flowing for you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was huge. Um, it's always good to get easy ones to start the game off, uh, put their team in a, in a tough spot. Um, Trying to get them in the bonus early, but just put pressure on the defense. So I'm glad I was able to get down here and make a couple free throws and get me going. Because it looked like you were playing good. Go ahead. And, uh, just hearing the crowds react. Um, let's go ahead. Sorry, I was thinking. Um, 
Let's go ahead. The last thing I got is a book, Devin Booker. Um, and uh, um, he he weighs in on the um on the uh, twenty seven uh, points that they led by, and and you know see it shrink. Um, and uh, um, he was asked about that amongst other things. Uh, says uh, we just got complacent, being closer than probably what it should have been in the second half. Yeah, I mean, we just got complacent, you know, got relaxed, and, you know, they didn't. Um, usually when the team is down, guys, you know, those other guys step up to the opportunity and, you know, want to prove themselves, and, you know, those guys did a good job of that tonight. Curious with the way when you and Kevin have been out there together working the way you two have, and this looked more like what it had been in those first three games. Maybe just speak to the chemistry you guys showed show tonight. Yeah, I mean, it's going to take a little time. You know, getting him off his minute restriction. He played a little bit more tonight. Um, and just finding the rotation, finding the rhythm, um, it'll be fine. Look, when you look at your offense over the last month, you've been getting to the rim a lot more, getting to the free throw line. Has anything changed as far as your mindset or anything you've been doing differently? Or uh, I think I'm just noticing it. Um, and I've really been playing the same way all season, it feels like. Yeah, Monty was saying before the game that you were basically, um, you know, your body's mature and you put more emphasis in the weight room. So does that give you more, more confidence and get tested at what you said about getting to the rim off? Yeah, well, man, when you're injured, you get a chance to, you know, work the rest of your body too. Um, you know, during the season, practice game, practice game, and, you know, you don't really get to attack the weight room as such. And, you know, I got an opportunity to do that having over a month off straight and, you know, just lock into my body and, you know, I feel good. It's obvious you guys are a work in progress as you work KD in. How nice is it to kind of develop this chemistry while you're getting wins at the same time? Yeah, it's important, um, especially with how the standings are going, everything's so close and, you know, it changes day to day. So, you know, trying to find that rhythm and, you know, try to get wins at the same time. Well, when you're building cohesion and chemistry with a big piece like Kevin, is there anything specific you focus on as a teammate, or do you think just game time and practice and it comes? Yeah, I mean, you can scout and scheme all you want, but, you know, you need some experience today. And, and I think the benefit of tonight is, you know, we didn't sit the fourth quarter. It was still late game situations, and, you know, we were putting those. So, you know, I think that's good moving forward for us. All right, there you have it. I don't know what that noise was on on the way out. It wasn't, you know, anything I was doing. It was just, you know, I guess uh, the, well, I mean, from Dwayne Rankin's uh, Twitter uh, on the video, we just uh, listened in on, but something in the building, I don't know what in the world. Um, But, uh, yeah, they keep on winning, and that is good. Um Suns have not clinched a spot yet. Um, uh, it looks like they'll they'll get that fourth because Sacramento cr- clinched a spot, but it's not like that they, you know, that they have the they they just have the spot or, or birth clinched, not not necessarily that third seed um, clinched, uh, but they are. Uh, still, um, 
five games behind Sacramento, and there is five games left. So um, to uh, pass Sacramento, they would have to um, – Suns would have to win out, and for them it looks like they have um, – or this is what it looks like. They have um, Thunder uh, tomorrow. So they're they're on the road, and then they're back at home against the Spurs. Uh, both those two are winnable games, and then um, at home against the Nuggets, we'll see what the Nuggets look like, um, and that be on the sixth. And then they are um, on the road against the Lakers, another winnable game, and then um, against their um, current. Uh, fifth seeded um, uh, first round opponent, the Clippers, uh, also at home. So all, all these last five games are definitely winnable. Um, Clippers and and Nuggets will probably be the the harder of of them, but they could win the you know go on this five game winning streak. Um, I don't know if they will, but they they definitely have the opportunity to. Um, if you are uh, Sacramento, um, let's see, Sac, yeah, the Kings, their last five games look like, uh, Spurs, so that they might, they should win that one, Pelicans, um, it's, it's, it's a toss-up, but should win, Mavericks, they should win against Mavericks, um, Toss up against the Warriors and toss up against the Nuggets. Um, so Suns schedule, I think, in my opinion, look a little bit more favorable, um, especially if if um, um, you know everything stays the same. So it, it's you know I, it's probably like I said, looking more and more like Suns are going to lock up that fourth seed. They they just but. You know, they can't really think about that. They just need to continue to win, continue to um, build chemistry on the court uh, with Kevin Durant in, in the lineup, and, and everything should be fine. But uh, that's everything I have. Um, uh, some uh, good stuff there. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, three, three teams. So it was a busy night of sports. It was a good night of sports, and um, – I I I know that I thoroughly in, enjoyed kind of getting getting involved with with all of them and uh, um, tonight while I was uh, with my sister. So that that was that's that was um, not tonight. Last night with my sister, I'll be with my hanging out with her more likely tonight. Excuse me, as I have some hiccups um, at the end here. But anyway. Um, appreciate you guys listening as always um, you can um, listen just about every, anywhere you want to Spotify, Apple, Google um, iHeartRadio, Audible Amazon Music, Stitcher uh, just to name a few um, and then if you want to email me BigSkySportsTalk at gmail.com um, and then uh, and then Facebook and Instagram at BigSkySportsTalk just type that in the uh, little search bar BigSkySportsTalk in the search bar of uh, Facebook and Instagram. Give me a like, give me a follow, and, and then as 
far as uh, listening platforms, subscribe, hit that bell notification so that way you don't miss out. Um, but as far as all that goes, we'll be back uh, Tuesday. We'll have uh, uh, another Suns game to talk about. Uh, let's see, uh, I think one Suns game um, to talk about by then. A Coyotes and uh, and um, a, a Phoenix Rising. So um, that's also uh, today, as a matter of fact. So I'll, I'll try to tune into that and and, and uh, get you um, some comprehensive knowledge on on that uh, that match. But anyway, um, until next time, I appreciate you guys as as always. Um, like I said, email me Big Sky Sports Talk. Um, search Facebook and Instagram Big Sky Sports Talk and. Uh, Spotify, Apple, Google, Audible, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music uh, is all the platforms you can listen. Share it with your friends, your family, and neighbors. Thanks.